I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Hello and welcome to the MVP show. Today we're chatting with the first ever Microsoft MVP for Dynamics 365 for talent, Microsoft's new HR system. She joins us today straight from Oslo, Norway to share with us her MVP story and share her expertise in Dynamics 365 for talent. I'm happy to welcome to the show, Marla. Full show notes can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 137. Now let's get on with the show. Marlon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me on. So you're the first MVP for Dynamics Talent, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. First and only so far. First and only. <laughs> wow, that's a very, very privileged a position. But tell us, before we talk a bit about that, where do you come from? What part of the world do you come from? And uh, what do you do when you're not working? Uh, I uh, live in Norway. I come from the far far north part of Norway in Lofoten, which is the most beautiful place in the world. Uh, but right now I live in Oslo, the capital of Norway. Uh, and I uh, I was supposed to, to work in uh, marketing when I grew up. So I have an uh, education in marketing. And then um, the whole consulting life just blew me away. <laughs> and I became a consultant in uh, 2014. Okay. Okay. So, how long how long have you been then working just with um, Dynamics Talent? Um, March two thousand eighteen. Wow. So, a bit over a year. Yeah. And are you? Do you find in Norway you're getting lots of projects around Microsoft Talent? Uh, it, it's been a slow sell because, and it, it's so different from our CRM part because I, I usually work or have you worked in here for years with uh, with CRM or customer engagement or whatever it's called today yeah. um, and uh, because that, that this for us at least there are shorter sales and uh, you know we're selling to salespeople and they're often taking decisions a lot faster and now we're over at the ERP side of the table and the sales are excruciating long. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's just, we have one customer uh, that's coming up to a year. We've been working with them. And they still haven't, or they've decided, but now they're going to find partners at on the, uh, the finance and operations side. And yeah, so it's, it takes time. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and... Uh, what made you choose though to really go down the track of uh, of talent? Like I understand you are the first to pass the MB six eight nine eight exam, a Dynamics three six five talent certification. The second. Um, you're second. You're the second. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's that's amazing. Like getting that done. Um, what? But what made you jump into the talent side of things away from the customer service side of things? 
then just by chance, the, uh, a customer came to us saying, well, um, could you do a proof of concept on talent? Uh, and our sales guy looked at us and said, yeah, sure, of course we can do that. <laughs> like, it, like like all salespeople, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, and then when he hung up the phone, he asked us, what is talent? And we're like, I have no idea. And then my manager, which used to work in, in Microsoft, said, oh, I think it's some kind of HR thing. And we're like, okay, never heard of it. And so, well, Molly will learn it, so, so she'll do it. I was like, eh, okay, no problem. So, so, uh, <laughs> so you got into it. Yeah. What What do you like about it the most? I like the pace that uh, that the development is going. Um, there are I, I have my blog. I'm working on. I think it's 16 reasons why uh, you should choose talent. Um, so I'll, I'll highlight it all there. And today's post was just came out. Um, it says about adjusting salary and compensation. Uh, so th- there are so many things in the system that I don't think people know about. And it's just, it's such a vast system. And with uh, the attract part, it's just amazing. It uh, works so good. And the onboarding is so simple that it actually works and then you have the core part of it all so is is it connected to linkedin um the linkedin kind of uh employment functionality or recruitment functionality of linkedin yeah you have attract is uh, closely connected with the linkedin recruiter uh part uh, or license but you have to have the license for uh recruit as well but it just works what happens in talent goes to LinkedIn and the other way around. So if you have connected someone uh, to the job in LinkedIn, it shows in talent. And if you send, send messages or write notes or uh, whatever, uh, it's everything is um, connected to to each other. So it's really okay. great. Yeah. Okay, so it's got a good integration. Tell us about tell tell me a bit about your journey to becoming an MVP, kind of. What was the time frame? You know, how did you hear about it? What what was your kind of end to end journey of getting into the program? Uh, I was uh, when I started. I uh, well, as you always do, you start googling and you look for resources because with a Microsoft product, there is always a gazillion <laughs> information uh, on online, but there weren't any for talent, and I just thought, well. That's kind of strange. Well, it's it's a new product, so but there there there's nothing. And I went to the um, uh, the the forums, and there were hardly anyone answering these questions. So I started first thing I actually did was start at answering all the questions. So I got some badges on the MCC site, and um, it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, and then I thought, okay, I have a lot of content from reading about my certification. And I know it was a pain going through all the videos and clicking through it. And I wanted to make it because I love the work that Neil Parker's does with his certification. I've used them for every certification and I'm just waiting for him to be done with the MB200 so I can <laughs> read through his notes and take that. So I, I thought, okay, I want to do that for talent. Uh, and uh, 
then uh, my uh, Norwegian uh, Microsoft um, go-to guy for talent, Fredrik Satre, which is uh, an old MVP before he started at Microsoft, he told me, okay, so I think you should go try be an MVP. I was like, oh, okay, if you say so. But to do that, you have to like get on the radar. And one, what he did was he posted one blog post every day for a month. Wow. Yeah, and I thought, okay, wow. so, so he, he just one checked. every day. Yeah. Wow. For a month, and he said, uh, okay, so I challenge you to do that. I was like, okay, I because I have a, a three-year-old son, so I, I weekends are off. That's my time off. Um, so I thought, okay, well, I can do every workday. Uh, on the certification because there is a ton of material for the certification to read. And I and I went through the month and I thought, well, this was kind of easy, so I'll just keep going. And then I kept going and I kept going. And th there were days when I thought, okay, I don't have time for this. And then I just saw, okay, I've done this for three months straight and never missed a work day. I, I can't skip this now so I actually did um, one blog at least one blog post every workday for six months wow so you did wow a blog post every day for six months every day you worked wow that is phenomenal that is phenomenal yeah the, looking back at it I, I it's it's just crazy because now I do one once a week I do every uh, Tuesday and I just think how on earth did I do it I, it's it's I'm never doing it again. <laughs> it's a, yeah. That 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 is incredible. So kind of what what was your model um for and what is your model now? How do you come up with ideas to blog on and kind of what's your kind of ritual or process you go through to create a blog post? Uh, I right now I have uh the um the series I'm working on uh, is I started with the, the one blog post, why you should choose talent as your HR system. And in there, I had 16 reasons, I think it is. So there I just there I have 16, no, 15 it is. Uh, just there I have 15 weeks of blogging. And it's easy to come up with the reasons why you should choose talent. There, there are so many, so I just had to <laughs> restrict it a bit. Uh, but even though th there are so many things in the system, I still don't know. So I, I take it as my personal learning path. Just, okay, what don't I know about right now? So I, I have a, a ton of themes set up uh, right now. Just to um, to have some. Well, I have I have a lot, but I always write them down. Okay, okay. So you so so the ideas you 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 write down the list as ideas come to you, and then when it's time to write, you choose one of the ideas and you write it out. Okay, okay. And then tell me about your process of writing. How long does it take you roundabout to write a post? And and you know what do you add in there? Is it graphics, video? Like how do you think about it when you actually write a post? 
I, I, I know I should do video and I, I am supposed to start doing videos and I am starting doing videos soon, <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't gotten there. So, um, <clears throat> I, I, um, I learned a lot from being on your um, 90 day mentoring challenge. Uh, where I learned a lot and I, I said there that I am going to start doing videos but as of now it's just text and pictures screenshots from the system uh, so but uh, videos are coming and and it's not short blog posts uh, at least um, not not the the certification blog posts are aren't uh, short they're um, but they, they depend. It just depends. I can use half an hour if it's, if they're easy posts and I can use two hours if they're more complex and more to write. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so when, when do you tell us about like, how do you actually write a post? And what, what I'm meaning here is that, um, it's not like, you know, my experience is not just simple, just sit down and write. Like it's, it's, it's got to do with, you know, what is the structure? What is the story? What's the starting point that you want to, start with people and where do you want to end the post? Like even I find often it's hard knowing when to end a post uh, more than knowing how to start one. So what do you think about when you actually create a post? Uh, with my series right now, I, I think that um, I end it when I know I've said the, the basic, the top line, like, okay, this is why you should choose it. And if you want to read more, you can read about my other posts that go in depth because in the certification post, I just wrote full out everything you needed to know about that specific thing. Uh, so then there was a natural like stopping point for that, but it's, it just depends on the post really. And, and I could go on and on and on about talent. So I, and I, I love to write long posts, but I know <clears throat> I need to make things short. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and like English is obviously not your first language. Are you writing these all in English? Yeah. All wow, in English. Yeah. that is impressive. Um, do you do anything in Norwegian, Russian wise? Uh, I do at my company's uh, page. Uh, I uh, write everything in Norwegian. But but it, it's kind of hard because I I have this uh, presentation that I I take for companies. Um, for just what is talent and how can it help you? <clears throat> and it takes about 45 minutes to an hour. <clears throat> and I, I've done it more times in English than in Norwegian. But it's when I come into a customer, it's I have come to a customer and they say, could you please do it in English if you can? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. It's just easier because I do everything with talent in English. So when I, I change the settings to Norwegian in talent, it's hopeless. <laughs> Is that right? Is yeah. that right? Because it's, it's kind of like some of it is being translated. But anyway, it, it was a lot worse than it used to be. So I do uh, send in some uh, translation uh, information to Microsoft just saying that this is just completely wrong or you could maybe, yeah. Okay, so help improve the product. Yeah. Um, you also do stuff in the user group up there, and my understanding is you run a user group. Tell us a bit about that and how that got started. Yeah. 
Uh, I run the, the user group Women in Dynamics in Oslo, and we started, or I, I started it in April, I think. Um, and we're now 122 members. Wow. In Oslo. In Oslo. This is so good. <laughs> This is so good. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's just exploded. And we've had three meetups, so I'm I'm thinking about uh, four or five a year, I think, because because we have the other um, dynamics user group in Oslo, which is for, like everyone, which did the the Marius uh, has has got. Um, but I I thought well it's always hard to get women into IT, no matter what where you are. But it could be easier if you just start a group. And I know there are a lot of very good uh, females in the business. And I, I, I'm open not only for consultants, but also for uh, customers and just students, people that are interested and everyone wanting to learn something about uh, dynamics. Yeah. How, uh, how, like you, you, you've targeted on creating a women in dynamics group. How does that differ from other type of groups, being that you're focused specifically on women? Uh, we, uh, we're, we're actually more active than the other community in Norway. Uh, so we meet more often and we, uh, on each of our th three uh, meetings so far, we've had food and champagne. Wow, <laughs> I, like yeah. I, I like this. I like this. I like this. And of course, chocolate. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's a, a, a big difference. And I always try to get female speakers uh, to present their stuff, just to like push them. Um, try okay, you can. Can't you please talk about something for us? And. So far, they're all saying, yeah, sure, no problem. Oh, my God, can I do that? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to lift up other females. Because in Norway, we are three uh, female MVPs yes. in all of Norway. Yeah. So who, who are the other the other two? Uh, Ida and Katrina in uh, Data Platform. Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. So, okay, so this is quite exciting. What uh, what advice do you have other to other people around the world that are considering starting their user groups? What are the, what are they what do they need to keep in mind, and what do they need to do? Stop thinking and just do it. That that's basically it. Because a lot of uh, women came up to me after the first meeting, saying that oh, we've talked about this for years that we should do this, and it has so much potential, and there are so many. Uh, women that have been asking about it. So just stop thinking about doing it and actually go out and do it. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. What other logistical things do you need to think about in setting one up? Uh, f finding a good location and, of course, speakers. Uh, but but I found that, uh, at least for me, people came up to me after the first meeting and said, ah, we're interested in sponsoring and holding the, sh the meeting and just no problem, just contact us whenever. So do, do you always meet in the same location? Uh, no, we've had uh, um, the company I work in, Point Taken, has uh, held two meetups and uh, we've had one outside of the building. So the next time we'll probably be 
uh, outside of uh, my company just to just to try and, and spread it a bit so that uh, yeah have you found it easy to get other people to help help you you know run it facilitate the group that type of thing yeah um, people have come to me and say if you ever, ever need any help just let me know and I'll be happy to help you Mm-mm-mm. so what but, it, yeah carry on carry on yeah right now it's it's just me in the organization team because it's it's really it haven't been that much to really organize i just uh, i've had it quite easy getting um, speaks and now i think i have the next two or three meeting meetups set with uh, what we want to present and i had some I had some polls or cahoots in the last uh, meetup uh, so that we can prioritize what parts of dynamics we want to to focus on the next time. I like it. I like it. So for other, particularly around the world, where other females might decide that they want to start a woman in dynamics type group or a woman in power platform, power apps, that type of thing, what what do you what are the advantages you think over creating you know the the more traditional mixed group scenario what what advantages do you get or what kind of safe environment do you create with with focusing on females first of all it, it's easier for other females to attend because you know it's it's just other females well my my group isn't closed for men not at all if they want to come and be supportive and are supportive of women in dynamics, they could, of course, show up. Uh, but it's, it's mainly for the, the women, um, just to not be exclusive on in any way. Um, but, of course, if you are a jerk, you'll be thrown out very <laughs> fast. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. But, but of course, uh, if you are in, in countries that where maybe it's better to have it closed just for safety reasons. And, and that makes it so that females can join and are allowed to join, because if there are men, you can't get any females, uh, then, then just you have to do what's best for your country, uh, of course. And, uh, and of course, Microsoft, uh, tell Microsoft what you're doing. And if you need any help, they will most likely be very uh, eager to help you because diversity is massive at Microsoft at the time. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, so true, so true. I, I, I like what you're doing. Um, you're an MVP now how many months? Uh, since 1st of July. 1st of July, okay. What, what are your thoughts on the MVP program? It's huge. It's, it's just so many, it's just so much. <laughs> uh, just the emails and the, the possibilities to interact with Microsoft and the way the other MVPs just include you in their community at once, just welcoming you, no matter if they knew you before or not. It's just, oh, hello, welcome to us and feel free to ask any questions and no questions are dumb and just behave yourself and we'll love so you. So good. So good. Do you recommend <laughs> yeah. it to others? As in, is it more than what you anticipated or, 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 or you know, um, 
yeah, if, if people are considering that they want to, you know, go on that journey, what kind of recommendations, yeah, as in when I say the journey, the journey to becoming an MVP, what what recommendations do you have? Go for it. But you have to be aware that I love the Sarah Critchley said that uh, becoming an MVP and being an MVP isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. And you need to be prepared for that. So you can't just give it everything for uh, a year and then maybe become an MVP and think, okay, my work is done. It is not at all. You still have to continue your work and spreading your message and talking to people and presenting and everything. But of course, once you become an MVP, it's a lot easier to get accepted for speaking arrangements and uh, being on podcasts and everything. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it opens up new doors. Okay, are you ready for some quick fire questions? Yes. Okay, here's your first one. The first one's a deep one. Oh. Deep, okay. What are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years? Watching my son grow up. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. If you could solve one world problem, what would it be? Uh, oh, one. Only yeah. one. Uh, poverty. Great, great. Um, what's the last thing you completed on your bucket list? Becoming an MVP. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, very cool. Okay, what's what's the one thing you like that creeps other people out? There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I could, uh, well, metal music, hard rock and heavy metal. Mm, yeah. Wow, okay, very interesting, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you rather end the life of one human or a hundred puppies or, and kittens? Oh, that's easy. One human. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't ask who. <laughs> oh, it's so many. <laughs> okay. What uh, state or country do you never want to go back to? Hmm. You can't think of one? No. Actually, I can't. None. Well, that's very good. That's very good. You won't offend anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's been awesome. Marlon, it's been great to have you on the show and, and chatting about your journey and becoming a, an MVP uh, in the whole talent area. If people want to follow what you're, what you know, the content that you're creating or connect with you online, where can they find you? Uh, everywhere. I'm um, uh, posting a lot on Twitter and, of course, LinkedIn, and I have my own uh, blog. And I've, I've tried uh, to keep up with answering questions at, at the forum, but time just doesn't add up there. But uh, I, I'm, I'm still there at times. Uh, uh, but uh, definitely my blog and Twitter and LinkedIn. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to listen to more content like this, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes of the show. Full show notes can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 137 for this episode. See you next week.